Welcome back, we're starting the fourth chapter of Ilkhot Kil'ayim. This chapter is going to deal with how to practically separate the Shurot, which are the, the, the different tracts of, of uh, land, when planting a little garden of uh, various vegetables. Halakha Aleph. Mutal izroa shete Shurot zo betzad zo shelekishuim ushte Shurot בסידן של ידלוין, ושתי שורות של לפול המסרי, ותלם בין כל מין ומין. It's permissible to, to plant two uh, strips, one next to the other of kishuim. Kishuim is either cucumbers or some sort of a, of, um, of um, um, like zucchinis. Deloim, uh, we spoke about, deloim are going to be the, the topic of a, a chapter coming up. It's a it's a pumpkin that expands its leaves very far, and polhamisri is uh, some it's uh, some kind of a it's a vine tree, and uh, it uh, it's what we call in Rosh Hashanah lubia. That's polhamisri. It's some kind of a the, the plant looks like a vine, but it's a bean. Um, and telem, as we said before, is a inside the land, a little ditch that has six tefahim of width inside it. So it's permissible to do two and two and two with telem benehem, with a telem uh, among them. So you have one next to the other. Each of them is four amot, if you can see this picture. Then you have the telem, which is a little bit of a separation. Again, this is all visual separations, six tefahim. Then eight amot again, then six tefahim, then eight amot again, and this is a very efficient use of space because all you need is six tefahim, which is one amma, in between each uh, two strip, in between each four strips, so two, then the ditch, then two, then the ditch, then two. Aval, however, lo izra shura hat shel kishuim veshura hat. However, why do we say two and two and two? Not only is it efficient, but also because if you do less than this, specifically with these three kinds of vegetables, the uh, cucumber slash zucchini, then the second one is the, the pumpkin, and the third one is the the those beans, the lubia bean. So um, all of these, they have very abundant leaves. And if you plant them too close to each other, the leaves are going to encroach into one another and it's going to seem as though you planted all of them together. If you have uh, a wider tracts of land planted with these vegetables, then anyone who sees it from a little bit far sees distinctively the, the separation, how each of these vegetables is using a separate space. If, however, the, the, these strips are very narrow, then it seems as though everything is together. Now we go to the delat, the pumpkin. So let's say you, you had anything planted, and then you want to plant specifically uh, strips, lines of, uh, of uh, pumpkins in between them, in, among them. 
עוקר מן הירק, מקום שזורע בו שורה של ידועים, מבדיל בינה ובין הירק בתלם. So specifically with the delad, with the pumpkin, you have to, as we said already in the last chapter, you must make room for it, you must uproot from anything that the delad comes to touch, because otherwise it, it encroaches and it grows into the rest. ומניח מן הירק רוחב שתם עשרה אמה ועושה שורה שנייה של ידועים ומבדיל בינה ובין הירק בתלם וכן על מקום שירסה שנמצא בין קושת אש שלוש ידועים שתם עשרה אמה. So you have to um, separate between the, the actual leaves and also if you're doing lines 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 between each line and the next one of the, of the lot of pumpkin there need to be 12 amount so if you have any vegetables surrounded on both sides by pumpkins and you have less than 12 amount between the pumpkins and what's going to happen is the pumpkins from the left and the and the ones from the right are going to grow leaves uh, towards the center and because it's less than 12 amot they're going to eventually touch one with the other and then it would seem that everything that's in the middle in between them is going to be kilaim now this is a review of how much you have to separate from tevuah. So if you have uh, one line of the lad planted, even if it's one the lad, only one pumpkin alone, and you want to plant next to it any of the five grains, then just like a field of grain, you have to separate between the grain twelve amot. Uh, sorry, ten and a half by ten and a half betrova. Uh, it's a square of ten and a half by ten and a half amot. Because the delat, as we said before, it's very expansive. It expands a lot, and you must separate between it and the tevuah. And this betrova does not need to be empty, unused land. It could be also unusable land. It could be land that you are not using because of other things. Like, if, for example, there is a tombstone inside there or a rock of some sort you wouldn't have planted anyways. But it's enough that uh, we have that space, even though it's not obvious to anyone why you're leaving it empty, because there is something else that wouldn't have let you plant anything to begin with. Now we are going to a little bit of a 3D um, topographical halakha. And what we have here is a ditch, and it's permitted to look at each of the, of, of the walls of this ditch. So we have the two vertical walls, and we have the floor, the horizontal one. We are allowed to look at each of them as a separate area, and you're allowed to plant on each of these sides something else and the fact that one of them is horizontal one of them is vertical means that they are seen as separate and whatever you plant in there is not going to be kilain this is so long as they have at least one um, one um, one tefah one um, um, palm breath of uh, hand breath of of uh, depth 
So you can plant one species on the right, one species on the bottom, and one species on the left. Not only that, but if you have a guma, guma is unlike the, the telem, the guma is not square, but it's more triangular. And so you only have, it goes deep into the ground. It's a ditch, but think of it as a triangular point ditch. So you have only two sides to it. So you're allowed to plant even things that normally you're not allowed to plant one next to the other, but because they are growing the roots away from one another, this is enough to separate uh, and and they are going to and if the, if you make them grow away from one another also on the outside and that's mutar now think of a guma as a upside down pyramid right now so you have four triangles deep going deep into the ground so in each of these four triangles in this guma you may also plant four different kinds. Let's say you want to plant strips or, or of, uh, of vegetables, one of each kind, and you want to separate between them. So the most efficient way to do this, meshari is that. Meshari is something that's long, a strip of land that you plant one single species. So you have to separate between each strip and the next a square of two amot by two amot, which can then continuously be reduced until when it gets to the other edge, there is nothing, there is no separation left. So you're really creating sort of like a misbeah shape, if you want to think of it this way, a little square with with a, a very long triangle that goes from there. And at the end of the triangle, there is a point that is really touching. But we said before that touching with corners, we said at the end of last chapter, is fine. And this is enough because it looks... To anyone who sees this, that these mesharim were not were not planted uh, mixed. Now, what if a person wants to plant a sadeh and he wants to make inside it karahot? We're going to explain what the karahat is. Karahat literally means a bold spot, um, and they used to do that. So the sadeh normally is planted with some kind of a grain, let's say wheat, and then you want to plant cucumbers in the middle, so you leave a whole space. At first, it looks like a karahat, it looks like it's bold, but then you plant whatever you want in there, that's a karahat. So in every betsea, in betsea is, we said it's, uh, I think we said it's 50 by 50, betsea. Um, so you that's enough to make nine karahot. It's a square of three by three. Kol karahat mehen betrova. 
and each of these karahot is going to be uh, the size of betrova 10 and a half by 10 and a half. Because that every betseah is 50 by 50, if you place 3 by 3 on a square of 50 by 50, and each one of these little squares, this karahot, is 10.5 by 10.5, in between them you'll have a little, in between 9 and 10 amot. Just terminology, a meshar is a long rectangular strip of land and the karahat is square. And, and by the way, that in itself, not scientifically, but visually makes the difference in what kind of a distinction we have to make between them. A meshar, that's something long that the eye follows as a straight line, needs less of a separation than a karahat. Plus, a meshar only needs separation separation from its side, from the long side, while the karahat needs separation from all four sides. Some things that people only plant of them, small quantities, like we gave examples before, mutar lizroa. It's permissible to plant even five species in one little garden that is six tefahim by six tefahim. How so? So you plant the corners of this little square of six by six and one in the center. And then you separate between each of these species about one and a half uh, tefahim. So that the roots don't feed off one another. But this is the maximum. You should not plant more than five in, in a garden that's so small, six by six, because any, even if you separate between them or among them, because any more than that, is going to be as if they are planted as if they are planted uh, in, in a mixed way. When are we saying that you can plant up to five um, species? In the little garden that is in a churba, in a churba is a place that doesn't have anything else planted there. Ven shamzera hutzalain, outside it, around it, there is no other plantations. Aval aluga ben arugot, but if you have one garden next to another, next to another, if it's among other gardens, asul izroa ba hamisha minin she mizra bechorroach me'aruga zo, bechorroach me'aruga shabisayvotei ha'iraea kol kim orav. Now think of this, if you have a little garden of six by six, and next to the little garden of six by six, you can no longer do what we said what we said right now of planting the corners, because the corner of one touches the corner of the next, and then you you won't have separation between them. However, if visually you make a point to lean the leaves of one aruga to one side and the other aruga to the other, so that anyone who sees them understands these are two separate arugot, then it's mutar. Also, if you make some kind of a topographical distinction, some kind of a little ditch 
between them, that's also mutar. הלחיוד א' ואסור לזרוע חוץ לערוגה בלא תלם ובלא נטייה ואפילו כנגד הקרנות של ערוגה שהן בהן זהירה גזלה שמא יזרה ארבעה מינים וארבעה זוויות ערוגה ויזרה מינים אחרים חוץ עליה כנגד הזוויות ונמצא הכל מעורב also is forbidden not only to have one garden next to the other but just to plant around this ערוגה of six by six because you may come to plant them too close to the corners and it's as if you are mixing all of those things together הלחיוד ב' הייתה ערוגה ששעה על שישה we are back to the garden of six by six and around it there is a fence that is one tefah broad then if you have this one tefah around it then we're going to see in a second you're permitted to plant even 18 kinds of species why? Because in this little ditch that you have around, this little uh, one tefah wide, uh, different height kind of land around the six by six aruga, that gives you, um, on each of these sides, it gives you room to plant three species, one, 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 and one. So in total, that's three times four, that's twelve. And then you have the six others that we permitted in the center. And something and you, you always have to leave one and a half tfahim among them. But also don't plant lefet uh, inside inside the aruga because the lefet is very easy to get to fill the whole aruga with it, so it means you won't have one and a half tfahim among the things. Halakha yud gimal ואסור לזרוע בערוגה מיני זרעים כעניין זה מפני שהן נראים כלאיים. אבל מיני ירקות הואיל ואין דרך בני אדם לזרוע מהן אלא מעט מעט. הרי זה מותר כמו שביארנו. And it's forbidden to uh, plant It's forbidden to plant inside uh, um, as we said before there's three kinds of zeraim. only yirakot, only vegetables is permitted not any other kind of legumes or other things that one plants because that one plants in quantities only things that one, one plants in small quantities uh, because otherwise it looks like ilayim a little bit of a border that is broad one tefah and a person used it to plant on it on this border uh, several species like we said when it and after it was planted the breadth of this border became smaller than a tefah given that it started in a way that was permissible 
We're not going to make the person uproot everything now, so that's fine. Halachat etvav. Harosel emalot kol ginnato minei yarak rabim velo yarahik benehem. Now, a, a formula. What should a person do that wants to have his entire, let's say, backyard filled with little gardens of vegetables without separating, uh, without having unused space among them? So he has to divide this backyard into little square gardens, one next to the other. Even if he does it in the smallest recognizable size for this arugot, which is six by six fahim. And inside each of these squares, he should make five circles. So he, he fills each of these squares with five circles, one on each corner and one in the center. And then he plants a different species in each of these circles. And then in addition to these circles, now that he has, um, he left the corners open, he has four, he has room for four more, four more species in the corners of this aruga. Because from between this aruga and the next one, there's going to be space. Which means that each of these arugot is going to have nine species. And when someone looks at them, they look like they are separated from one another. So the only space that's not being used efficiently is a space that you need to have geometrically between or among the circles. And that needs to be left without planting. So that people see that these are distinct circles and that they are separated from one another. And if he wants to actually be even more efficient, a person may still use more space. And after he's done what we describe right now, if he planted everything uh, horizontally, because uh, you, you, you can control the side to which plants grow, so if everything is growing sideways, you can plant between them things that grow uh, up to down vertically. Vertically, not in height, but in terms of latitude and longitude. From all of these, now you can understand. That so long as species have enough space so that the roots don't feed off one another, which means one and a half tefahim. Then uh, in 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 these kinds of vegetables, we don't we are not concerned with how things look from the outside. So we need one of two things in order for you to be able to plant different species close to one another. Either the scientific 
or the visual. So the scientific means that they are actually sufficiently separate that they cannot touch, the roots cannot touch one the other. And visually that anyone who looks at them will understand that they are separate. So if you have either of these two things, it's enough to plant them as close as you can to respect one of these two conditions. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.